0: It's 3 o'clock on the Blitz 1170, and that means it's time for the show with Pop and Colby. I start looking around. I'm like, who wants some of this?
1: I would think you would have a little bit more self-awareness.
0: Yum, yum, give me some.
1: <laughs> Although that might have just ended any and all <laughs> I chances of just, I just, just killed
0: it. Scott File is alongside trying to keep them on time. It's technically a sports show, but that's debatable.
1: What? Like, you just deserve to not yeah. have penalties Wait. called against you because you're Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid? Well,
0: while Dan Cooper looks at Rico Daddle's
1: appendage. Danny! Oh, look at that! Look
0: at this, look at
1: that! What did you say Candace Bergeron looked like? Robocop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she looked like Peter Weller. In the suit. We just want to have fun, real
1: talk. I'll never call my bits little again. (laughs) 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 Robo, I've never tasted a peacock. My wife's a a horse person. Blasting their way across Oklahoma.
0: It's the show with Pop and Colby on the Blitz 1170. How young is too young to have your prostate checked? All right, give me the call letters again. Uh, KTSB, the Blitz 1170. KTSB at the plate and quit! The Blitz 1170,
1: you betcha. Tulsa, happy Thursday afternoon. What a day it is. The NBA trade deadline today. We're only three days away from the Super Bowl and gearing up for a big weekend in big 12 hoops i'm colby daniels along with the 2023 oklahoma sportscaster of the year jeremy poplin scott file is on the other side of the glass in the tulsa oilers hockey studio gentlemen what is happening on this thursday
0: it's been uh, somewhat of a busy day so far just trying to keep track of everything as uh is kind of par for the course once we get to the nba trade deadline and finding out what oklahoma city is going to try to do and making sense of some of the other moves that, uh, I don't know, teams like Toronto made where they evidently love themselves some Canadians because it's like all Canadian basketball players now playing for the Toronto Raptors and which teams got better and just trying to fight through uh, the nonsense and making sense as, as many trades as as we had today as possible. So it's been a little bit busy.
1: Scott, have you started the – the uh parade celebration with pat bev on his way to milwaukee (laughs) that's going to be
0: interesting because if you're not aware he and dame had some words last season so i'm going to be interested to see how this trade is going to work out with them both on the same roster um i saw uh, people online saying the bucks got fleeced um he didn't really give up anything to get him a second round pick and campaign wasn't that their biggest need anyway was perimeter defender yeah so right. i like, i mean okay. even even if he does turn out to be a bust like he still didn't really give up anything to get him so
1: I mean, but i'm really a curious how this is going to work. defensive player right and that's that's he he checks that box.
0: Yeah. And 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 i will say this a tradition unlike any other <laughs> patrick beverly getting traded on nba trade deadline day it's spectacular how many times that, that dude has been has been moved and i think also when you get someone like patrick beverly you have to you have to allow him to be pat in so many places and i think doc will probably let him be pat in milwaukee once he fixes his relationship with Dame after what pointing to his his wrist where a watch would be in the last Doc time that had they him played. Before, right? I hasn't he hasn't Doc had didn't he have him, sure in, him in in uh, LA? Yeah, I think yeah, he had him in LA. Yeah, yeah so Doc was there, yeah. So you got to if you're going to trade for a guy like that, you got to let him do his thing. And uh Pat will absolutely do his thing. So yes, I I think that they did okay with getting someone that that fits a need for them. I don't know if I would call them the big, big winner so far for, for the day. I think that has been New York with what they've set, them up, set themselves up for potentially. Uh, but, yeah, that's that was a big move today.
1: Well, how about Gordon Hayward?
0: Yeah. Butler wonder. I know.
1: Now on his way to OKC.
0: Does anyone else still have the mental hurdle of Gordon Hayward when, when you – think about that awful injury on opening night in the NBA after he had just signed that new deal with Boston and you see him essentially his leg go sideways or his ankle go sideways i there are the Sean Livingston injury is one the the Hayward injury is another one Paul George Paul George mm-hmm. there are just horrific images burned into my brain that i will never be able not think about when i hear that name out loud
1: who's that kid from louisville kevin ware kevin Kevin
0: who who that 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 popped out through the skin and that was awful seeing him lie there on the floor like that but yeah gordon is definitely one of those i i don't know i initially here's here's the big question i would like to have answered today and we've Reached out to Stephen McGee to see if he can have a few minutes to come on with us, who covers the uh, Thunder there for News 9 in Oklahoma City. So, ultimately, my question is for both of you guys is you make a move like this, and is the idea or the name Gordon Hayward actually better? than what you're going to get on the court, if that makes sense. Cause I don't well, I know guess, if I anyone knows the answer to that.
1: My question would be what is the expectation for for what they're going to do with him? Because if you expect that they're going to play him in a feature role and he's going to be the guy that that you know made I think a couple of All Star teams, then you're I think you just have crazy expectations, right? If you if your expectations are that he's gonna be a rotational guy that that has good size on the wing and can stretch the floor offensively then I, I I think that that's that's exactly what he's going to do for this team and when you look at what they gave up if you get it's nothing anything from him then this is a success
0: I saw people today like upset at the fact and and I kind of get it with man a little bit because the thing with with Trey man has always been hey you know, if he just had a place where he could go and maybe get some more time on the floor, you'll be able to see him expand his game a little bit more and he's going to be fine. I saw people today that were upset and a little bit bummed out that they had to move on from, from Misich. And I'm like, what? Uh, wh- what? You know my take on the NBA is like everybody is trade bait. Everybody. That's the reason why it's so funny like, my team today, the Spurs, like, sent Doug McDermott, Dougie McBuckets. Dougie Buckets. To, to Indiana. And guys like that, I had completely forgotten that he had already been there. I'm like, all right, so they moved off of Buddy Heald. They're trying to find a much cheaper kind of great value version of Buddy Heald to replace him with, so they went with Dougie McBuckets. And then it hit me like five minutes after the trade happened, I'm like, oh, yeah, he's already been there. How many guys that get moved are like, "My, this is like his either second or third go-round with the same damn team. That's what the NBA is. And for anyone that's upset that they moved off of uh, Misic for – because it, it, he was averaging what, like uh, 12, 15 minutes. I mean, I think I saw a high today – like fourteen or fifteen minutes, it depended on the matchup that they were playing in. But man, you trade a dude like that every day of the week. That's that's his existence 12, in the 12 league. Minutes a game. And he's gonna get he by the time he's done, that dude could play for like seven or eight different teams. He's gonna be included in in trades for the rest of his career.
1: He's also thirty years old.
0: And and he's <laughs> I mean right. And it's a guy that okay at times has played okay for them but you can go and look at matchups like they had a few weeks ago where he gets four minutes because he's a liability at times on the floor. But but you're Train angry. Man
1: and and Micic are are like versions of, like, I'm thinking of former Thunder players that that people loved but maybe weren't as good as people thought they were. Like Alex Abrinas, right? Uh, Yes. Like, Did Alex Abrinas have a couple of games and a couple of of moments here and there where he gave you a reason to be really excited about what he could be? Sure. Has Trey Mann had those types of games? Of course he has. Here's the problem with Trey Mann. He's a volume shooter, right? Mm -hmm. That's that's what he is. He's a guy that that is a volume shooter, and if he's going to reach his potential, he's got to have the ball a lot, and he's got to take a lot of shots. Whose shots are you sacrificing so that you can... You can bring Trey Mann along.
0: The <laughs> answer is
1: nobody. <laughs> nobody on the Thunder are you saying, no. hey, we need you to take less shots so volume shooter Trey Mann can start taking more shots. And then the second part of this trade with Michich, A, he's a 30-year-old guard, right? I mean, what's the what's the timeline on this anyway?
0: Who's a defensive liability at times.
1: Defensive liability. B, you have so many picks over the next few years, you can't retain everybody.
0: Yeah, you got 60. You're going to be fine. The, I
1: mean, Micic, yeah, there's there's times that he's looked like there's brief flashes of, hey, you know, this guy's not bad, but he, he's not even in the play. If If this team... It makes the playoffs, which they should, barring some crazy collapse. It's
0: not even guaranteed Is to he get playoff even in minutes. In the
1: playoff rotation, no. No. no, more
0: than likely not. So I, no, and, he's and, not. And I want to just stress: it was very limited that I saw the people that, but I was still amazed at the ones that I did see that were bummed out about it. <laughs> come on, come on! You were just able to bring in Gordon for nobody that had a significant amount. Of, of weight on their shoulders when it comes to the rotation that you guys are playing right. night in, night out. You're, you're not. Now, the ultimate questions become, and we'll, we'll talk about this later as well, which is whose role shifts a little bit more now with bringing in Gordon. But we're, before we even get to that, we should probably have the conversation about in terms of health for, for Gordon Hayward right now. Because he's been dealing with another calf injury, he's had a hamstring injury. Uh, injury. I I tried to combine injury and issue at the same time and came up with issue. Um, he's missed.
1: He's not played since Christmas.
0: Yeah, he's yeah. he's missed twenty five games this year. Yeah, he missed thirty two last year. He missed twenty nine the year before. He just hasn't been the same since that horrific injury. In general, there are guys that spend their entire careers like that. That just cannot get over the injury bug and i think gordon is that so i when we talk about the the value of this deal and the positives of the deal with gordon we are speaking of it in terms of at his peak at the optimal version of of gordon and i don't know if they can well, you're actually not that. i don't know if you can get that no i really you're not don't They're not expecting it either. No, I don't think that they are because this is another one of those deals where if it doesn't work out, it's like, hey, how about that? That's really how Oklahoma City is going to view it is, hey, how about that? You know what? We tried, and it didn't quite work out. But you know what? We're good because we've also set ourselves up for next summer and cap space and everything else. So, yeah, hey, we tried. And if it does work, here's the other great thing. If it does magically work, G- Gordon Hayward is not ever, Gordon Hayward had his big payday and that's it. That ain't happening again in his career. If it does work, this gives you the ability to try to bring him back even on the cheap again next year in the magical scenario that it does work out.
1: He's 33. He can't stay healthy. I know the Thunder have so many picks going forward. Even if this does work, I can't imagine a scenario where they would, they would re-sign him and even risk the roster spot for a guy that has been off the court as much as he has. So this is, in my view, 100% work or not, a rental, and you're taking a flyer on him being healthy and being a veteran and being a guy that can add the dynamic of, of being able to stretch the floor offensively once you get to the postseason – and look, he may not even play at that point, right? But you didn't give up anything. No. In regards to feeling like you're missing out, you're going to open multiple roster spots going into next season. Again, we you have so many up draft this year, picks. Too, right? And 31 million dollars of Gordon Hayward's money is off the books at the end of this season. Don't you so got to open it? Up- it gives you more money to to maintain what your current roster is and the foundational pieces.
0: Don't you kind of open up roster spots even now? I mean, who's to say by the time that a couple of guys get yeah, bought of out? Course. I think if you're looking for one thing, you're probably looking for, unless you just really love one of your two-way players, I, I don't know, but maybe just maybe you're looking for another ball handler just for depth, just in the emergency case, Maybe maybe that's it.
1: I mean if the right guy comes along if sure, he comes along yeah, yeah absolutely I, I don't I don't think it's one of those you know they they just have to go get one no, I don't if it's there but yeah if the right guy's there for the taking then then sure why not but I I, I look at this team and and I just don't think there are because the reality is we're talking about postseason at this stage right like Yes, uh, who is yes, going to be are. somebody that, that is in the playoff rotation?
0: Because even if he has a limited number of minutes, the thing about the Oklahoma City Thunder, that if you haven't figured this out yet, they want versatile players and tools. He wings. We've made that joke a hundred times on on this program. Like Gordon has the ability, uh, even at this stage in his career, because of his size, he can post up a bit and the numbers might actually surprise you as to his post up numbers in in Charlotte and where he's been and that gives you at least a little bit more of that in Oklahoma City along with right being able to knock down those corner shots like he he can do that they don't need anyone to really do a whole lot in terms of uh above the break because they've already got their players that are gonna be there. But I mean if, if Gordon yeah. wants to go in the corner he can hit those shots. He can post up at times. Because Oklahoma City really only has like two other guys that can do any type of post moves that you feel consistent right now with. Um and he adds to that. So that's just looking on the positive side, first things first, he's gotta find a way to get back on the floor.
1: And he's a veteran, right? Like he's not gonna he's not gonna go into any situation and be overwhelmed by whatever the circumstances they're facing. No, so, oh, and a good locker yeah, it's room a guy. a there's, there's no downside to this. And I'm not saying this is a slam-dunk trade. I'm just saying there's no downside. So, I mean, it's worth the gamble, and if it doesn't work out, I, I don't think you've lost anything. If it does work out, then thumbs up. You gave yourself that much better a chance to to make a run here.
0: Yes. Over a time which... And... <laughs> You know this from your years of covering the Thunder. Uh, was it just forty-eight hours ago? I mean, word was coming out like you know what—they feel pretty good about standing pat. Well, I yeah that with them.
1: That's always going to be it, the, the the narrative, right?
0: Of course it is. And he, this was their move. And then everyone was kind of on the edge of their seats about are right, they going to try to do something else here? Like they don't really have to. They don't really. This is have the to.
1: most Sam Presti move ever. He's gonna he's gonna look at different scenarios and we talked about this last week he's he's very active this time of year whether they make a trade or not he's active it doesn't mean that he's not working to find something that may work you know at the end of the day sometimes you just strike out and don't see any deals that are workable from your standpoint or the other team potentially says no right that's the other angle is it takes two to agree to a trade But you know he is a he's a guy that I think looks for upside and minimizes risk in trades. Oh, there's no doubt zero risk, right? And and all reward if it works out, and if it doesn't, again, like worst case scenario is you freed some roster spots for the off season, and you're going to dump his thirty one million dollars in the off season, and you just once again have more roster flexibility in the off season. That is the worst case scenario for this move.
0: I agree. I agree.
1: But yeah, covering the Thunder this time every year, I mean, you have people that you know don't want to trade like a a Raymond Felton or an Alex Abrines or you know just name your your player that for some reason the the fan base just feels like they 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 overvalue what what that guy brings to the table.
0: No doubt. No doubt
1: ish smith
0: <laughs> ish smith we need an all-trade team
1: we do we need to i want to know who has been traded the most on trade deadline day in the history of the nba
0: it's got to be pat beverly has to be it's close be somewhere right it, it has to be yeah
1: yeah anyway we have a big show today i believe we have lee sterling right coming up next us. Talk some uh, Super Bowl and Super Bowl prop bets. We will have our prop bet pick them tomorrow, so make sure you stay tuned for that. I do have some uh, Super Bowl stats that we'll throw out a little bit later. Colin Kennedy also going to join us in the 5 o'clock hour. Only three days away from the Super Bowl, and uh, I can't wait. And I can't wait to hear Pop talk more about his 49ers in this matchup later in the show. Lee Sterling from Paramount Sports joins us next here on the Blitz 1170, and we are streaming on the Blitz 1170 app.